Working out is just half the equation to living a healthy lifestyle. Nutrition is the other half. You should be a complete trainer. By mastering nutrition with the National Academy of Sports Medicine, you can become just that. As a certified nutrition coach, you'll be able to provide guidance to clients seeking to improve their body composition, athletic performance, and their health through carefully crafted nutrition programs that take age, culture, socioeconomic status, and more into account. Why wait? Start helping clients live their healthiest lives. Sign up for your nutrition certification today at nasm.org slash cnc or call 1-800-460-6276. These boots are made for not walking and that's just what they'll do. One of these days these boots are gonna not walk all over you. Welcome to another episode of the NASM Random Fit Show. I am Ken Miller, and I have my lovely associate, Miss Wendy Batts. Wendy, how are you? I am fantastic. Ken, how are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. The weather's changing, but you know, it's uh, time to bundle up and uh, <laughs> you know keep keep the temperature going. But uh, you know, nothing I look forward to more than uh, these times that we have together. Sorry for that jingle jangle. That's my dog running <laughs> behind me there. But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a podcast, so things like that. There's a lot to happen. So I'm excited for this episode because uh, it's, it's something that's come about pretty strongly in the last couple years as far as the general population and its use goes. It's not just for the professionals or the high-level athletes anymore. And what we're talking about are compression boots. And uh, Wendy, I know that you have a pair. How are you, how are you with your boots? Uh, I love them. I love them. I mean, <laughs> you know, I hate to say this, but oftentimes when I disappear, I've got my computer on my lap, my boots on, and and I just kind of get stuff done. But also after, after I wear them, I feel fantastic. So yeah, a lot lighter on my feet. <laughs> yeah. So what we're talking, and we're going to talk about how we use it in different applications. But so you like to use it when you're just hanging out and getting your uh, computer work in there. Well, I mean, I use it. I mean, ideally, I try to do it after like I work out or if I go for like a long run or do something that's pretty strenuous. Um, I've noticed that if I use them, I feel so much better afterwards. Like I'm a lot less fatigued fatigued and then I just feel better the next day like I just uh, you know if I ran a half marathon and I put them on the next day I don't feel quite as miserable as if I, as if I just got up and did nothing so uh yeah how about you what what's your experience with them well I like to uh um well you're talking about half marathons and, and a lot of you that don't know that Wendy is a an avid uh tennis player so I know she, <laughs> <laughs> she likes to uh Get the, get the legs to recover after that. But my experience, you know, and the funny funniest thing is, is that um, I'd use them in my training facility here in Alameda. Mm -hmm. And it's it's more of a, a value add. So I'll have them in the facility so that when um, I've had a client who's worked out pretty hard, they can come in and get in on those boots right after their workout or some clients that just come in, they know when I'm in there and they'll just go ahead and get in the boots. So I'll use it as a, a value add to the services that I provide. But um, as far as my personal use, I'm more of a put them on while I'm watching um, Cursed or um, Umbrella <laughs> Academy on, on Netflix. So that's, that's my MO. So I'll just use it. I'm going to sit, I'm going to be sitting down anyway. 
um, yeah. eating on whatever snacks and whatever beverage I can find and uh, <laughs> just take advantage of that moment. Of course, all of that is once the kids go to bed. But yes. uh, <laughs> um, the, the, the cool thing about the, the boots is that it's, it's very diverse on its use and its application. And that's kind of like what Wendy and I are talking about right now for you listeners out there. Um, because, you know, in Wendy's case, in the examples that she brought up, they're more activity based um, as a recovery method. I'm, I use it just to, to feel better. So as soon as my 30, 40, 50 minutes, however long the Netflix show is, as soon as it's done, my, my legs are feeling better. I get up and, you know, I'm feeling good. So um, mm -hmm. a lot of different uses. But uh, here's the thing. When we did the research on, in this case, uh, the specific product being the Normatec leg boots, um, it was very interesting how long the boots have been, or the, the compression leg sleeves in this, in this particular example, um, has been out and about, and it's not just for fitness enthusiasts or high-level athletes. It had different applications back in the day. So I know, Wendy, you've done a little bit of research on this. Mm -hmm. um, what, what is it that you found about the uh, Normatec boots? Well, actually, they, you know, they've been around for a while. Uh, there is a lady, her name was Dr. Laura Jacobs. Um, she was a, ready for this, a PhD, a bioengineer, as well as a um, MD. And, you know, what she found was, you know, she worked specifically with um, patients who had mastectomies and they were, you know, had lymph nodes removed as well, you know, and there was an issue with swelling and, and their, you know, her patients just couldn't get the swelling out of that particular area. They were miserable. The recovery was longer and they, they have compression um, boots that were out there, but they were more static compression. And what that means is basically these, these individuals or these patients would put these boots on and they would fill up with air and what it was supposed to do is move some of that swelling towards the heart to, to eventually get it through the lymphatic system and, and flush itself out. Um, what Dr. Jacobs wanted to do was she actually was trying to get, um, you know, vascular surgeons and, and people involved in something that was a little bit different, more what they called sequential compression, which instead of it being static and the entire boot stayed in a compressed you know, um, you know, it compressed for a certain amount of time. What her quote invention was, was basically to start at the toes because you would put them on. And for those of you guys that have never like can visually think about what they look like, I always compare it to like a hockey um, goalie, you know, those big, you know, pads. They're not quite that big, but they're just big boots that literally go up over your entire foot and leg and they come up to the top of your hip and you, you know, you put it in a machine. And then what hers did was more the pulse compression. So it would start at the toes and then fill up with air from the toes all the way up, seg like section by section till it got to the top of the hip. And then at that point it would hold compression and then slowly release and then it would repeat um, throughout the time of, of your time period of, of being in the boots. And so she was kind of like the front runner of this sequential compression. And, um, and it showed to really help the lymphatic system. So it would kind of flush out and then repeat and flush out. Um, so she was getting a lot of great benefits for something like that. Yeah. And, 
you know, just to think though that you know the the amount of brain power that she had. <laughs> no, right? right? So, so you think you're an MD, PhD, and you know you've got a background in engineering. So you know, no better way to put all that knowledge to work than to you know help you know help the many people that she did because those changes that she made that you mentioned, Wendy, um, it basically broadened the amount of people that they were able to help. So you mentioned the uh, those that had mastectomies, and now uh, with the changes and the upgrades that she made with the product itself, now we're now we're talking about helping people with um, diabetic wounds and and uh, you know those that had gone through vascular surgery. So you go from one use from a medical standpoint to multiple uses from a medical standpoint. So you know, uh, thank you. Dr. Laura Jacobs for, for your contribution to, I mean, if you think about it, those back in the eight, I mean, you had a product, but then as you get into the nineties and the two thousands, just little tweaks, not, not, not so much that little, I guess in this case, but <laughs> little tweaks that she made to a, to an existing product just made it that much more applicable and expanded the audience. So, so with with that being said, um, as as things expanded and as use expanded, you know, her son Gilad, uh, you know, eventually took over the product and expanded it from its medical use for for medical purposes and helping with improving circulation and taking that concept of 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 improving circulation, whether it's blood and lymph and overall fluid. Now, what we're talking about is okay, how can we help people in a more rehabilitative state? So with, with athletes in particular. So just like with a lot of products out there and one that comes to mind that started off at the, at the uh, college and university level like Under Armour did before they you know, expanded and into the, to what they are now, um, Gilad was able to bring the Normatec boot into more of the athletic environment. So and um, was at the University of Florida, started to implement its use with its uh, basketball and football. And the, the funny thing, when we, when we did the research and you know, talking to Brendan from, from, uh, from, from Normatech, who'd been there for a while, gave us some, some background history on its, on its application at the university level. So you had these boots in the athletic training room um, being used for people, for, for the athletes and football players and basketball players for, uh, you know, rehabilitative purposes. But then there was this creep over to guys just randomly using, not randomly, but using it whether they were hurt or not. So so when they surveyed these guys and started looking, okay, why are you not hurt? So why are you using this? Well, it's, hey, when I hit practice or when I hit game day the next day, my legs feel fresher and you know i feel better so why not and and again and we're talking about you know the the time of of tim tebow and uh joe kim noah you know they were also two teams that won national championships back in uh, the late uh late two, 2008 ish um so from from that vantage point you had these these high-end athletes from a from a collegiate level, they were they reached the pinnacle of what you can do at at that com competitive level, and here you go. Let's let's implement this tool. Let's feel better, and the results really don't lie from that vantage point. 
Yeah, I found it interesting, you know, to your point. I mean, the big thing was is is they kept saying that, you know, the athletes wanted to do that. And so you got to think about you can never get as as an athletic trainer or even as a trainer itself trying to get someone to do something mm-hmm. sometimes is like, oh, it's it's painful. But when you've got, you know, these players coming in and they're like they want to do this quote treatment, it's like what just happened here? It's like totally it it's like mind blown for the staff, I know. But but because right. of that I mean, and that was just one example when they were talking about the University of Florida. But, you know, um, you know, G, which is like what they end up calling calling him now. I mean, he was very, very innovative. I mean, he took it to all of sports medicine. And so, you know, not just the University of Florida, but then he also started going to pro teams. And, um, you know, and and the thing is, is back in the day when this first came out, guys, they they were saying that if you've looked at the original Normatec boots, they were the size of like a Samsonite suitcase and they were super, super expensive, anywhere from five to $6,000. And so they had to go to individuals or to teams that could afford that type, you know, that had that kind of budget that they could actually spend on their players. Um, you know, while the outcome itself was like, you know, they were getting very, very good results. So you had to think financially that was pretty steep. And so, um, you know, he had to try to be think, you know, thinking who can afford this, even though the benefit was there as they worked in technology to try to decrease the price. Um, and there was also, I think, I think he said too, that, you know, you still kind of needed a prescription. So you had to go somewhere where you, the medical staff cleared the players to use this type of, of, you know, compression, even though there was so many more benefits than just quote a rehab standpoint. Right. And yeah, once they once they got their certificate for over the counter um, mm-hmm. sales, then that's when things just went gangbusters um, for its application for general population. Again, someone now that has circulatory. I mean, if you're talking about uh, diabetic issues, you know, where you have circulatory. I mean, real medical circulatory issues. Now someone's able to to take a, a, a tool, a piece of equipment like that, and then feel better any time that they want, right? Um, now, back to the point about, uh, you know, colleges and universities. One of the things that, you know, comes to mind, well, when I was still working at university, um, you know, that wasn't in use yet when I was still there, at, you know, as far as the PAC, PAC-10 then, or now it's PAC-12. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a common tool that you you find um, in the training room or strength conditioning or wherever, but then eventually it, it did come around. But, but one of the things about the universities now, when I when I think about its growth within the university and the professional level, is that you know as a as an institution, you're always now in competition with other schools. So that'd be Cal versus Stanford or Washington and UCLA and USC. But when it comes to recruiting. All it takes is for one recruit to say, hey, you know, this school has that, where's yours? Mm-hmm. And then all it, all it takes is a little comparison to where it's like, well, I like this school because they have this and this and this amenities. And I've been around some, and I know you've been around some pretty impressive um, uh, institutions as well when it comes to, okay, who has the better athletic training room, strength conditioning, and now recovery uh, someplace where, a player can just unwind, feel better, decompress. Uh, now a lot of these universities, as well as professional teams as well, they have rooms and spaces dedicated to 
to things like you know recovery whether they're going to use a percussion tool a vibration tool or even in this case a compression tool like the uh like the leg boots so and that's and that's one of those things now that like as we have these you know these uh you know opportunities to see different um programs in play you see this all over the place now because was it two spring trainings ago i had a chance to work with two two organizations and it's funny because they had the the zero gravity chairs they had oh, five yeah. of them and then they had the normatech units just draped across the seats and in, in two different in two different facilities so that was really impressive to see that i mean now it's like Right, they can they can look at their cell phone, check their text messages after practice, and just re and just recover. So it's proliferation within within the uh, the collegiate and the professional setting has been been pretty amazing as far as um, how they're used, whether they need it or not. People, uh, athletes in that case, are are are, um, are taking advantage of of how they feel after a session. Well, and to your point, you know, one thing that I found um, very interesting, you know, when listening to Brenda and doing some research and reading up on it, um, you know, did you know that one of the very first professional teams to ever build a recovery room specifically for recovery to, you know, rejuvenate as well as downregulate was the St. Louis Rams? And so, you know, when you think about that, that was the first team to ever do it and to have that dedicated spot that you were saying. I mean, now it's becoming more of more common to see that, you know, especially in, in pro pro sports. I mean, there's multiple, you know, teams that have that as well as, you know, they I think that I read that they started out and they even have like 68 ready for that 68 um, units and chairs, you know, and TVs. And like you said, you know, where, where these, these guys come in after a game, before a game, any of their downtime to really do it because they see the benefit. And so to me, I think, you know, they were, when they were doing recruiting, that was a big sales pitch. We have this room specifically for that. And so it made more and more people really want to go specifically to, to the Rams at that time. And again, you know, we're talking like, you know, I think this was, you know, what would 2015 ish, you know, around that time frame, And so, you know, they were becoming on the market. I think the first on the market or over the counter, if you will, um, tool where you didn't need the prescription was in 2013. And so at that time, I mean, it still took some time from when it started to where it is today um, to really kind of get more people using it. But once it went over the counter, um, the price point dropped. Because remember when I said in the beginning, it was anywhere from $5,000 to $6,000. And at that time, when they kind of were bringing it in, it dropped the price as soon as it went over the counter to like, I think, what is it, eighteen dollars to $1,900. So there was a significant price drop at that point, um, just in 2013. And, um, and I know personally myself, um, you know, I, I do uh, some, some different... Uh, you know, uh, I go to different uh, companies and uh, do different uh, offerings. And one of the offerings we do is we have a recovery boot section. And it's the same thing. They've got their TV. We've got the ground zero chairs. And it's just becoming the new norm because because of the benefit as well as when you're working with professional athletes or people that are very, very active over a weekend where they have to, let's say, play golf three days in a row, when you get done with, you know, some golf round and you come in, you know, and you use the boots and then you come in and use them again in the morning if you want, or, you know, you know, if you're playing more than 18 holes and playing double, sometimes even between rounds, I mean, it can make a significant difference because again, as you know, when you read the research, they were saying that oftentimes people felt like they were almost a hundred percent 
you know, recovered, which again, I don't know on a back-to-back -back session, but on an overnight session, that can be very, very impactful for someone that is at a very high competitive level that has to play back-to-back -back on multiple days with minimal time to recover. Yep. And um, one of the things that, um, that I'll do with my facilities, you know, I'll contribute to um, a local running festival um, that's here uh, in Alameda. And what, what the organizers will do, shout out to Steve, uh, <laughs> is they'll do, you know, they'll do the 5K, 10K, half marathon, and the, um, the family fun run for a mile. But they'll do them on, on different days. So if somebody's going to run that day one, they can do the recovery boots and then, you know, go home, drink, hydrate, eat well, and then run the next day. And one of the biggest thing, I mean, and something to um, piggyback on what you said, as far as, you know, getting those legs feeling great again, um, as far as what research is showing, as far as feeling like you can fully 100% recover, is that I've, I've had guys that get in the boots after a 10K and after 20 minutes, they feel like they can walk, they can run another 10K almost right then and there. They, they feel that good. So, you know, when it comes to the application, that's where, again, looking at, okay, when are you going to run and looking at how you're going to recover? It's more than just, you know, get that banana and that that beer ticket at the end of the race, right? <laughs> and then talk to your friends about where you, you know, where you started walking, uh, or maybe that's just me. But <laughs> from that vantage point, now you can look at okay, did you get your banana? You got your chocolate milk, and you got your 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 beer ticket. Now what are you going to do? Where, you know, if you you have a if you have a, a recovery tent available, and I know like the big races have it, like in New York, Chicago, L.A., they'll have these recovery tense as well when it comes to um you know what you can do to accelerate uh immediately uh implement the recovery strategies for something like a half marathon or even a full marathon i know that when i ran my full marathon was that four or five years ago this is one of those things that i definitely wish that i had because i was <laughs> torn up i was torn up for the next for the next week. So I was tore up from the floor up is what they say. <laughs> so. well, trust me, me too. Because as you said, you know, I, I run a half marathon with my family every year um, and we do the Nashville right. run and it's Braden is running in the marathon with you. Uh, well, not marathon? yet. He's four, but are, are I, you, I get my, I get my cousin. <laughs> oh gosh, no, I can barely push myself. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, as I get older, I mean, it's 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 becoming harder and harder. And and I know that sounds like yeah. such a cop out, but I mean, it really does. And you know, even you know, if I probably trained correctly, that might that also <laughs> might help. Uh, versus like, oh, tomorrow's the run. Let's go run and see what happens. Um, but uh, you know, I. I I personally, again, you know, I, I trained so many different people and so many different populations. But, you know, the one thing, you know, we talk about like, you know, owning, you know, owning a pair. And, and of course I do. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, one thing that I've noticed and, and with my with my players specifically is, you know, we talked about the recovery rooms. We talk about, you know, um, you know, the different facilities that that offer these types of things to their to their athletes. So therefore they recover quickly. But now, because the price point is so much lower, that I would say 
almost every one of my pro athletes that come in own their own pair. And um, they use them every night at home, even when they're on the off season, because they see the benefit and then they travel with them. But, you know, one thing that I know based, um, you know, with our, our uh, affiliation with the Phoenix Suns in the past is Aaron Nelson, who was the athletic trainer. He's now the athletic trainer for the Pelicans. But, you know, he came in and he actually brought a bag in. Um, and he said, this is a travel bag that we use. And every single player has their own bag with their name on it, of course. And inside of inside of that bag were, you know, massage balls. They had their own foam roller. They had their own volts, so percussions, um, as well as the Normatec boots. And so they actually now are individually putting these types of, you know, recovery tools in their own personal bags for them to take into their hotel room because they want these guys to use it. They want to make it available because, you know, we keep talking about it and it's very hard to conceptualize how amazing you feel until you sit in the boots. And, you know, I've talked to clients that have never seen them. They're trying to understand what I'm talking about. And I'm like, okay, imagine that you're putting on these gigantic boots and they fill up with air, they compress, they relax, and you do this for 20 minutes and you get up and you feel amazing. And they're like, okay, so what do they do? So Ken, if I asked you, or if a client asks you, what do they do? How do you answer that? <laughs> well, you, you 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 brought it up already in mentioning I the, um, the the compartments. Um, so basically, you have those five compartments, and they sequentially inflate. So talking about you know the foot, ankle, lower lower calf, calf, um, lower thigh, and then the thigh. As it sequentially inflates from bottom to top, you know, you get compartment starting with the toes being one and upper thigh being number five. One and two will inflate. Then as three inflates, number one deflates. And then as number four inflates, number two deflates and number five. So you have this gradual, almost like if, I mean, uh, think about it as having, let's say, a massage therapist just doing some some petrissage and effleurage and they're just pushing 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 all that fluid upward towards the heart well it's that mechanical process of pushing fluids up towards the heart that again now you're now you're processing and, and eliminating those those byproducts of all the activity that you just did but but what it does is that eventually, you know, you'll start to decrease, you'll decrease muscle fatigue over time. So physiologically, um, decreasing muscle fatigue here. Um, you get, as you said earlier, it keeps you performing close to 100%. Um, but again, moving lymph, um, blood, fluids, just dynamically pushing up to a heart. It just, that's just less for the body to do and it does it faster. Right. Mm -hmm. So as you eliminate the the metabolic byproducts of whatever activity it is that you're doing, whether it's leg day or you had, uh, you know, it's your the day that you do a four or five mile run or after a race, um, something where you did a lot, a lot of work with the lower body in this example, because we are talking about um, the leg sleeves. So all of that just helps decrease delayed onset muscle soreness um, on top of just, uh, you know, feeling better as you say i mean there's it's hard to it's it's hard to say outside of you just feel better right you just feel better you move better and you feel lighter you move better you feel better but i mean overall effects i mean you can get to your next workout sooner yeah right 
And, and a lot of it, you know, if you think about your next workout, you don't have to overcome as much soreness as if you if you didn't have it. So if you don't have to battle that soreness, you know, you have to do one or two more warm up exercises to get the blood flow and just to feel somewhat normal again. That tightness that you might feel after after a run, after a long run, the tightness you might feel that next day or even that night. Um, all that stuff is, you know eliminated i'll say in my experience it's pretty much gone i I almost feel like i didn't go for a run you get all the endorphins but you don't have the the after effects of feeling like man i just beat myself up yesterday so um and one of the things that we'll that that we'll do and i work with a a collegiate uh, wood bat baseball summer league team um we have two norma tech units there for our for our pitchers so i know that our conversation has been biased towards running things like that. But we have the arm sleeves for our pitchers to use after they've they've pitched. So as soon as they get on the bus, you know, they'll rotate, you know, one pitcher will put it on and he'll have his 20 minutes and then they'll just pass it to the pitcher behind him and he'll get his turn. So by the time they get back to the hotel, they've already started the recovery process. So there is no delay. You're not you're not waiting for things to happen. You're not waiting to feel better. Whereas, you know, if, if you have it, um, you know, available and, you know, and I've had I've had clients that have rented my unit from me. And, you know, if it's a long drive after a race, so if they have a mm-hmm. two hour uh, car ride, they'll make sure it's charged up. The runner sits in the back seat, you know, legs all inflated while their their partner's driving. So you don't have to wait to recover when it comes to athletic endeavors. So when, when it comes to the benefits, I mean, it's, 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 as it can come as fast as you, as you need it to happen, especially right after the event. Yeah. And they also, I mean, we keep talking about the boots and to your point, you're talking about shoulders. They also have a hip, you know, like um, basically a hip unit as well. So, you know, really good for people, um, especially like golfers, people that do a lot of rotation, things that, you know, where they have to be super explosive um, through the hip complex as well as shown to be you know, have great, great benefits. And, um, you know, going back to even when, you know, when G was actually trying to sell it on the sports performance side, I mean, you know, now that you kind of hear us talking more and more about the benefits, I mean, one of his primary people, not only were the sports teams, but going to the Ironmans, I mean, you can think about how many of those individuals, when they would get done with that race, would just be crushed. And so a lot of really positive feedback, you know, for from, you know, those types of individuals, um, you know, because, again, those are those are some beasts that can do that. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know how, but, um, you know, they were showing just the the positives on the recovery and how they felt afterwards. But um you know, but that also you got to think of it, it is it kind of looked at it as a preventative measure. You know, you're trying to to recover faster, feel better, move better, perform better. I mean, we always say the same things over and over. But when you've got a recovery tool that can get you there faster, it, it almost kind of seems like, well, yeah, it's like, why wouldn't why wouldn't we want to use these? Um you know, and and I think that kind of brings us back to, you know, when we started talking, you know, we we talked about sports, we talked about, you know, how they used it in the hospitals with patients. But now what you're seeing is look at the general population. I mean, look at ourselves. I mean, again, I'm I'm far from an athlete and I own a pair. But I mean, there's also when we were doing some of the research, we found these corporate, like big corporate companies are doing that for their employees, again, to rejuvenate right. and give them some downtime. Um, I know some that popped up were Google, 
they do it. Um, I think Apple does it. LinkedIn. I mean, those LinkedIn. are some. Yeah. Yeah. Those are some some companies that actually have a specific recovery room for their employees just for some downtime. And I think that is fantastic because who needs it? You know, they're just as stressed, maybe in a different way. You know, but um, anything they can right. do to try to make someone feel better, I think, is is fantastic. Well, I mean, corporate wellness, and that's that's something that I did early in my career. But you know, anything to make the the employees feel better longer throughout the day. I mean, you want to maximize productivity out of your employees. Now, if you're talking about Google, LinkedIn, and and Apple, I mean, you're talking about companies that also are are known for their for their cafeterias where you have. <laughs> It's like going to Las Vegas uh, on, the, uh, on the buffet. Right? They're very innovative, are, Ken. Innovative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, good nutrition is important for your employees. So, right. what better way to ensure it than to provide it for them? But you have, you have, uh, yeah, you have, you have those napping pods. You know, you just sit in there. You put on your headphones. You got the heavy blanket, and you you turn face the wall. No distractions. You get your 20, 30 minutes. So why not have something that's going to improve blood flow again when we're talking about manipulating blood flow and changing um, uh, fluid dynamics and getting more blood and oxygen to all the vital organs easier and you're not feeling as crushed at five o'clock then mm -hmm. you know why not have that thing that you get into at you know two or three o'clock to, to get you through that last couple hours um, so yeah it's uh, it's it's a great investment for for the employees. Um, so um, I've had I've had people small small business owners that'll have that on site, and you know it's like, hey, I need to take a break, or like what you do, you put on the boots and you can hammer out you know 20, 30 minutes worth of work while you're getting those you know you're getting the legs to recover. Um, I mean, nothing beats a good breathing session or a walk around the block, but another way to help feel reinvigorated is to, to get somebody in those boots. Now, when we're talking about the boots, and we've been talking about regular, I mean, you talked about the, the medical use in the beginning, um, rehabilitative in the athletics and the athletic uh, departments, and we're talking about recovery, but there are people that, you know, this is, this is not a tool that, that may be appropriate for them just because of health risks. So, I'll just list off some some of the contraindications for for using the Normatec boot. As 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 much as Wendy and I believe in it, and as as good as you know the people that we know to to use it frequently, there are there is a certain set of population out there that you know it may not be the best thing because of of uh, possible risk for injury. And one is um, um, DVT, so deep vein thrombosis, so acute situations of that. Which I've know I've known a couple of people to have DVT, and it's no joke. I mean, that's a serious, uh, ser serious situation, um, especially if you if you know about it well well ahead of time. Um, and some of the more obvious stuff is like open wounds and <laughs> stitch. You know, you you don't want to have you know as good as it is post rehab or re from a rehabilitative standpoint. You don't want to get in there too soon. Uh, but of course, as with as it is with anything else. Uh, if you have any questions on whether or not somebody should or should not get into it, always refer to the allied health medical professional. So uh, open wounds, uh, uh, sores, and plus if it's a mat, I mean, of course, in this day and time, nobody's sharing anything. Uh, everything has to go through a thorough cleaning process. Um, 
but stitches post-op you know and that you should be under the direction of a um, of the surgeon or the doctor and then um, elderly um, population with cases of uh, of blood clots mm -hmm. right so again any you're trying to push blood and lymph through but again if there's something that could possibly occlude that um, i.e a blood clot that is not the place to be uh, did I forget anything, Wendy? As far as who no, does not qualify, I, I think you hit you hit that pretty well. Um, you know, another. I actually, I, I do want to say too, and I'm sorry to kind of be going all over the place, but um, another okay. another area of group um, or groups that are using it that, and and I say this because I hold them very close to my heart is the military. Um, and I, yeah. you know, I was really excited to hear that they were actually using it in the military to help, you know, basically with uh, to prevent soft tissue injuries like sprains and strains. Um, plus, you got to think, too, you know, um, those guys, when they're out there doing their their thing, if they've got any time where they can they can um, recover, especially on their legs and stuff, walking through some of that terrain, I think is fantastic. So, um so I just also wanted to throw that in that, you know, there's so many different populations and so many different areas um, that are now kind of becoming, you know, more innovative on the recovery side and seeing the importance of recovery and the purposes of it. Um, you know, and, and again, we're talking about these, you know, these boots and how they fill up. And, you know, Ken was saying that, you know, basically each section was from, you know, one to five and that this area, you know, this cell is filling up and this one fills up and then how it compresses and relaxes. Well, there's also, um, you know, one thing that, that you want to think about, too, is there, you know, you're, you're determining the, the actual pressure of compression. And so it's not something that's just streamlined and everyone's going to feel the same amount of pressure, just like there's different sizes in the boots. Like they have a smaller version for, for youth as well as, you know, smaller individuals that aren't quite as tall. Um, and then they have extra large um, for something like an NBA player, you know, a center that may be, you know, seven, one or six, eight or whatever. Um, so they do come in variety of sizes. But, you know, one thing I did find really, really interesting um, when we were kind of researching this is that you technically don't have to use those boots every day to still hold on to those benefits. And I don't know if it, when when Brenda was talking about that, um, you know, that you don't really lose the efficacy of what your what your gains are. I mean, ideally, you want to use them as much as you can. But I thought, you know, well, this is going to wear off. But they were saying that over research, you know, obviously, you want to use them, you know, you don't want to just do it once a month. But but if you do it where it doesn't have to be every day, you could still see so many benefits long term. And I thought that was I mean, that's a huge selling point. If you do want to add that into your services that, you know, it's not something that it's like just, you know, like with the massage, you feel sometimes sore and then two days later you feel amazing. I think with this, you don't really feel the soreness because you don't have someone kind of beating you up on a deep tissue massage. This is something that kind of happens to your body naturally and you can still have those gains for, for a few days after. Yeah. And, you know, after we, I mean, when we, when we first talked about this, I started looking at. Uh, the use of uh, the the compression sleeves, like you know, having acute variables for it because you bring up time. <laughs> so there's time under tension, right? So you have okay, right. how long is good for this? And you know, when you think about that, I mean, to your, you know, with what you were just saying, you, a lot of people use it post workout, but what about as a pre workout um, behavior? So before, maybe after I do my um, self myofascial release. I can get into my Normatec boots 
you know, for that 10 to 15 minutes and then start to go ahead and do my active or dynamic flexibility and do my work workout and then get back into them afterwards. But um, I started, you know, what, Wendy, I started doing it like right when I got up in the morning. So as soon as I get up, I set the kids uh, breakfast aside, you know, pour their milks ready to go so that I can actually get 20 minutes to kind of meditate and think about my day. And, you know, and it's it's actually been a pretty, I don't know, I'm feeling a little bit different now that I've added that behavior in the morning because it helps me get, I know I'm kind of getting a little meditative at this point, but <laughs> I, I, you know, it gives me an opportunity because, hey, you know what, I got to try and keep my, my life organized somehow um, in my head. But having that the first thing in the morning, giving me a time to kind of read a book or think about my day, plan my day, think about who I'm going to talk to. But all the while, I've got 20 minutes in the boots. And then, of course, everything that we've talked about as far as relative to recovery from a specific activity. So as far as it's out, you know, again, acute variables. Um, the other thing is just the amount of pressure, you know, mm -hmm. and I started, you know, I started messing with, you know, more the better. But, you know, I and I and from that mentality, I was going from a level 10. And now just playing with, you know, level five and level six. So going a little bit more halfway. But when I have somebody that has never been in the boots, one of the questions I'll ask them is, uh, do you ever have any body work done? And they'll say, yeah. And they'll say, um, do you like a lot of pressure? Or do you like medium or light pressure? And then I'll kind of gauge how much pressure to set the um, the unit for. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll play off of that. Because one of the other things, that's out there is that the more isn't necessarily better so longer time isn't better than than less time but you know the sweet spot winds up being about you know 20 to 60 minutes anything over 70 minutes winds up being you know a law of diminishing returns longer does not mean like you're getting more and more and more out of it um and the same thing goes with the amount of pressure 10 isn't better than five Whereas everybody's level of, of tension or what they feel comfortable with that amount of squeeze and pressure is going to be different. So, um, so in my and in my own personal practice, going from nine and ten uh, down to you know about to three or four has been you know my legs have felt you know pretty pretty good either way. Have you have you messed with how much time and how much pressure and the sequences with with your uh, with your unit there? I have. I mean, you know, after, you know, again, after we spoke with Brendan, you know, and he was just like, you know, it was, and again, because I'm a research nerd, I'm like, show me the research, tell me about it. And they actually have it, which is fantastic. And one of the reasons we actually wanted to talk about it is because there's research to back what we're saying. Um, you know, he did say that sweet spot was anywhere from 20 to 60 minutes, but they, they actually suggest 20 to 40 minutes. And so I usually don't have 40 minutes. Um, so I'm usually yeah. just the 20 minute kind of girl. But I was yeah. the same way. I was like, you know what, 10 has got to be better. 10 has got to be better. And then after learning more about them and really, truly understanding it, um, you know, going to like a five or six, it feels amazing because it's just it's basically I'm able to relax. It's not too much compression for me. And and again, that's what the research shows that, like, to your point, more is not better. It's what do you feel comfortable with? And, you know, we talked about this on our previous webinar or I'm sorry, podcast, when we talked about the foam roller, you know, that we always think that, oh, I'm going to gut it out and I'm, I can stand it even though it hurts. 
um, right. that's not going to, that's not going to get the same benefit of the relaxation. Well, I think the same goes with the boots. And, and so it's really, what can you handle? Where do you feel your comfort level is? And then let the boots do their thing. Um, that's the beauty of it too. With a foam roller, you've got to actually find those spots with the boots. You put them on, you sit back and you're like, ah, I'm going to yeah. sit here for 20 <laughs> minutes and do whatever I want to do. Um, um, but, but, you know, and, and, and again, you know, you think about where these boots started because early two thousands before, you know, when, when Dr. Jacobs brought this into play, you have to think about, you know, it was a size of, like I said before, a size of a Samsonite suitcase that were five to $6,000 in 2013, they put, they opened it up, you know, to the general public. Yeah. They were still very, very expensive. And then I think it was 2000 and, 18, if I'm correct, um, you know, they came out with their 2.0 pulse, you know, that they have right now. And so, you know, for, yeah. for those of you guys that have never used the boots, when you get these boots, imagine these are now lighter, they're smaller, they're Bluetooth enabled. Um, and the, you know, they're easy to travel with. They have backpacks that you can throw them in, you know, now, yeah. I mean, it's just, they're so convenient and, and again, you know, I'm not getting anything. I don't make anything off of their products. I, I, I just want to say that because it's not like we're product pushing. It's just if you really do get a chance and it's something that you want to implement, I really believe that um, when clients get in them, um, as you said at the very beginning, I, it is such a value add to you, what you do. And you're not doing anything besides making one purchase. Mm -hmm. But if you charge someone, let's say $20 for 20 minutes, and I'm just making that up, and you had, yep. you know, so many sessions or so many people coming in, they pay for themselves, but the return on investment is definitely worth it because of how people feel and what you know has been researched, evidence-based, as as well as the, the positive feedback of, hey, I just did this, like, you know, yeah. I feel amazing. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's like anything else. If you work out three, three days a week and you have your workouts at that frequency because you don't feel ready for the next workout, well, guess what? If you can accelerate that recovery process, that might mean another day a week for for something active. So over a month, that's another four workouts. And over, over the year, that's another almost 50 workouts. If you give yourself one more day a week because you feel better, um, that's that's what um, that's what rapid recovery and accelerating the recovery process is about. So um, I don't know, Wendy. I think you gotta you gotta you gotta be a little bit silly not to entertain the idea of okay, because I mean, you think about it, we're doing you know when you look at social media and and everything along those lines, everybody's looking at how to put more stress on the body. How much more can I exercise? How much more workout? What what other move can I do to help me move better? Well. The other side of that coin is, well, what can you do or what should we be looking at to help us recover better? You know, and this is a part of that big picture on, on health and wellness and not just it's not just about strength and power, but it's about accelerating the recovery process so that we can be more vital and be stronger and more powerful, as powerful as we need to be uh, to live our lives. So I think we've covered a lot today, Wendy. What do you think? <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sh- I, I, I agree. Um, you know, it's always fun. I mean, again, you know, we could talk about this stuff. I mean, because we're so passionate about, you know, when it comes to recovery, when it comes to the OBT model, when it comes to flexibility and just everything that, um, you know, I love I love being able to spend time with you and talk about different products. And, and of course, our experiences using some of this stuff. It's again, if I would have never used it, I would have never agreed to this. But, you know, I do see so yeah. many benefits. Um, and, uh, and again, because it is kind of a new concept for, for many, many people out there, if you get a chance to try them, I just say, try them once and, uh, and then just see how you feel. Yeah. And again, half of why we're doing this now is because you and I, we get asked about this product or this, this concept or this, this practical tool in performance all the time. So, um, you know, I'm just appreciative for all the for all the help that we got from from Brendan and all the the research that you did on helping enlighten all of us as far as <laughs> what it is, where it came from and and how to use it. So with that, Wendy, I think we need a close. And uh, if you if you like this, if you like what we talked about, if you like what we're talking about on this podcast, please subscribe to the Random Fit. And, um, you know, we'll we'll be giving you a lot more content like this because when it comes to fitness you know a lot of the stuff that's out there isn't as random as you think so so wendy thank you so much pleasure as always spending some time with you guys and thank you all for listening and we'll catch you next time